What would you do if you lost it all? Imagine you lose everything. No money, no name, no reputation. How much more success would you have if you could start all over? If I had to start all over, I would start a detail business. I have done it before and I know that detailing is the best way to get from nothing to success. Last season, I did 30 days of what I would do to get my detail business off the ground. For the next 30 days, I will talk detailing. Each day, we will cover a new topic. Welcome to the Detail Secrets Podcast. My name is Andrew Sturk, and I'm your host. Okay, here we go. Today, we're going to talk about interior consoles, door panels, vents, things like that. So, there's a thousand different ways to clean all these different pieces there's a a thousand different pieces they're all made up in um all kinds of different plastics and metals and and leather and things like that so i'm just kind of gonna do a general overview of how to clean things because it would probably take me forever to try and explain to you what to use on every single different you know surface that's inside a vehicle um generally when detailing the interior vehicles, um, it, it depends on what kind of vehicles, if you're more high-end or not. Um, but generally speaking, you're going to use some type of uh, dressing or some kind of type of protection on the interior of the vehicle. Now, newer vehicles, I feel that they're kind of designed more to um, really look cleaner and better without any type of dressing. So keep that in mind when detailing. Uh, The dressing at the end on older vehicles with old oxidized plastics and things like that, um, it really does help bring back the life and um, really help cover up any kind of, you know, permanent damage that's been done by the sun and things like that. So um, I'm a big fan of using dressing on the interiors of vehicles that are older that are you know that have been out in the sun a lot um but not a huge fan on newer vehicles so newer vehicles i like to leave like a you know more of a drove it off the car lot kind of a look without any kind of shine or any kind of dressing or anything like that Uh, for the older vehicles um that that do show a little bit of wear that do you know that do look better with dressing on them i used a diluted water-based dressing um so that it's not really really shiny i don't want them to look like tires you know like me you know what i mean with the tire shine and things like that so like you know just a little bit of rant on that on like what products to use on the on the um interiors of the newer vehicles i like to finish them all off with a uh with a um interior detailer of some sort um it doesn't really matter what what brand you use or anything like that but uh, i feel that it does leave a little bit protection it does leave it looking clean and it doesn't leave like a high sheen or a high shine to it so you can use that on all the dash door panels consoles things like that so that it is protected it makes it a lot easier to clean the next time when you use a, a interior detailer um and it does, you know, it does just have a better finished look than, um, you know, just wiping it off with uh, water when you're done cleaning. Okay, so that's the, that's my rant on on the the protection of the plastics and things like that. Um, as far as leathers, I basically go the same way. Um, 
if it's an older vehicle and it looks like, you know, the leather looks better with a little bit of, you know, leather conditioner on it, then I'll use a leather leather conditioner. Um, if not, I typically just use a, uh, uh, interior detailer because honestly, m- all the new vehicles have the leather has, it's not, it doesn't need conditioning and it has some type of, you know, protection built into it. Um, so uh, I don't want to get into the specifics on all that, but uh, basically, all the new, most of the newer leathers don't need actually need a conditioner. They just, um, you know, uh, they just want to. You want the look to be kind of like you drove it off the car lot, um, especially like Tesla's. Tesla's leather isn't even leather. It's you know some type of plastic. You know, I don't know exactly how they do it. I haven't actually looked into it, but. It's some kind of coated thing that's designed to look like leather that's designed to, um, you know, have the feel of the new car leather. But it's actually, you know, they call it vegan leather. It's not even made from any type of actual leather at all. So there's a lot of those products out there as well. So just know that you don't really need to condition leather, especially with Teslas and especially with newer vehicles because they're already coated. Um unless it's some kind of specialty vehicle that actually does have genuine leather and needs to be conditioned, which it's pretty rare, but it does happen. Um, so yeah, finish everything off with just a, uh, a detailer, uh, interior detailer spray of some sort and wipe it off and it should leave a more of a natural look, but it still has some protection in it. Um, if you want to upsell the coatings, those things work fine as well, uh, for the leather and the plastics. Um, there's a lot of different products out there. It doesn't matter really which one. Um, I, I never really recommend that they, they're not like a paint coating where they, they last a long time. Uh, recommend that they have them done every six to 12 months and it doesn't take as long to put them on. It's not like a a ceramic coating on the paint, but there's a lot of different ceramic, uh, interior coatings you can use on plastics, leathers, um, cloth, things like that. Uh, they all wear away in time, so depending on the use of the vehicle, if there's someone getting in and out of the vehicle, um, you know, daily, like the driver's side, or uh, if there's kids coming in and out, everything else, um, every six months, if it's not used as regularly every year, to uh, keep everything lasting. But honestly, I've used a lot of different of those different interior products on a lot of different vehicles. And I'm not a huge fan of them, to be honest. I don't feel like they do um, as much as they say. Um, they're great when you first apply them. But honestly, after a few months, they usually kind of fade off. So you got to keep keep applying them. Um, like, I'm sure you'll see a bunch of ads for, you know, all the different coating companies showing you how, the you know, the water beating up on the center console and stuff like that. Like, once you put your arm on it 20, 30 times, the stuff wears off, so... Uh, just, just know that don't promise people that it's going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be coated like a ceramic coating on your paint and it's going to last forever and it's going to keep it perfect. Uh, cause in all reality it's not, but anything's better than nothing. So you gotta, you gotta think about that as well. Like, you know, any kind of protection is better than no protection at all. But honestly, for me, um, unless they want to pay the extra price and do it regularly, I don't try and upsell the interior coatings. I just use a a detailer spray or dressing of some sort. Um, A lot of people like to do it on new vehicles and get their leather protected and things like that. And that is a great thing. Um, 
because, you know, it does keep it protected and it does help it. But I'm just not personally a huge advocate for the interior, um, for the interior coatings. So that's just my personal opinion on them. Um, but feel free. I think it's a great upsell. It's a great way to make money. It really doesn't take any time to apply those things. Um, and they're really easy, easy, easy to, to apply. They're not like the paint ceramic coatings at all. Um, and they're a lot cheaper too. If you, I think, I think you can get the interior coatings for a way, way cheaper than you, than you can for, uh, the paint coatings. So uh, a little bit ran on that. Now let's get into, um, the actual detailing of it and the cleaning. So, you're going to kind of want to start from the top and work your way down. Um, the visors and stuff will get really nasty and funky for, especially for people that eat in their car and things like that. Um, a lot of times you'll see people forget like the, you know, plastic lights and things like that up on the, uh, on the ceiling, on the headliner. So make sure you go over those. Um, don't ever, 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 ever forget to, clean no matter what you're doing just a regular maintenance wash or whatever you're doing to clean the rear view mirror and the mirrors on the visors those are huge those are big 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 important things to do um that's stuff that people really really notice um the uh handles you know the grip handles that for people that are getting out of their car or you know some people use them for different things um for people that are driving crazy with passengers in their car and they need to grab onto them. Uh, Take a look at those. Um, I know a lot of pickup trucks, they'll have them um, on the A-frame right next to the windshield and those on the back of the back end of those, I've seen those get really, really, really gunked up and people always forget them. You know, even detailer, people that have their car detailed on a regular basis, you'll notice that they get forgot a lot. Uh, But you can actually see it from the, a lot of times uh, from the windshield angle and uh, even if you're not paying attention to it from the interior. So kind of start at your top, work your way down. As far as headliners go, I don't typically touch headliners because they, no matter what I do to them, they always end up um, falling off, um, you know, after six months or a couple of years or whatever. Once you get them wet, they really just kind of degrade. Um, those things really just need to be replaced. There are some that aren't as bad as others, but... As a rule of thumb, I just don't mess with the headliners, and I tell them if they want to get them replaced, they can. And if you want them to clean, I can clean it, but it's probably going to fall off. And normally, when people people hear that, they you know would rather just do a couple little spot cleans and hope that it doesn't fall off. Or maybe they're selling the vehicle, so they don't really care. But in in all honesty, I don't I don't like to touch them. They're just too finicky. The glue's too thin, and they're you know. They're not really designed to get wet. So if you can uh, wipe them off with a dry cloth and um, kind of brush them up to to release any of the dirt and things like that, but I don't like to get them wet. So if you have to actually do like a deep cleaning on them, I don't recommend it because it's just honestly, it's just going to fall off in the next you know six months to two years to however long it is. It's not going to stay. Um, just be, even if you just use water. So. That's my experience with those headliners. I don't like to touch them, so beware. Um, and then you kind of work your way down. You know, you got to, you, you, if you've watched any kind of YouTube videos on how to clean interiors, you know, a detail brush, some type of cleaner, uh, any type of diluted APC or anything like that works great. 
doesn't really matter on the interiors exactly what product you're using just make sure it's not super super strong because it will stain the plastics especially if it's hot out if you're out doing mobile detailing um, if the if it's warm out you're gonna you're gonna know that when you spray the APC onto the plastics that will stain it so keep that in mind now um, the one thing I really like to do is I like to put my product on the brush that I'm using or on the microfiber towel that I'm using to clean. So that way it doesn't um, it doesn't stain anything and I can control where I'm working and what I'm working on instead of like maybe spraying a whole panel and starting that way. Um, I'm a huge advocate of the steamer when doing interiors. I love using the steamer to get in all the cracks and crevices, things like that. So steamers are really cool. Um, they really save a lot of time and it's really uh, nice to have them because in all honesty the heat from the steam actually does kind of loosen up the dirt even if even if it doesn't get it all i don't i don't expect the steamer to do everything i don't expect it to completely clean the whole entire panel or you know every crack and crevice perfectly um it still needs to be clean most of the time but it does help kind of loosen things up the heat loosens up a lot of the dirt uh, so it makes it easier when you go with the cleaner and the brushes so like i said kind of start your start from the top and work your way down um the dashes um a lot of times will have a lot of gunk built up on them uh so you got to be careful with those especially if you're mobile and you're out in the sun you can do damage by using too harsh of chemicals and you know there's just a really good thick layer of you know grease that kind of builds up on top of those things sometimes so uh, just be careful uh, one little trick that i use is i'll use um, maybe a couple uh, drying towels or something to go over the outside of the windshield to block the sun if you're mobile uh, that that helps a lot too just not having the sun beating down on it um, and basically uh, what you're gonna have to do with every single crack and crevice and everything that you have is you're gonna have to you're just going to have to take the time, uh, use different types of detail brushes, whichever works for the different things, um, whichever fits right in the right little holes. Um, but for the most part, uh, those small boar's hair detail brushes uh, work great for, for most areas. A lot of times what I'll do, if it's, a, if it's an older vehicle and you know it just really needs a deep cleaning, is I'll use a larger brush. Um, the horsehair brushes work really well um, and just cover a lot of the area and get a lot of the you know the major uh, parts done and then go over with the detail brush to finish it off. So, um, like I said, there's thousands of YouTube videos out there on showing you how to you know how to properly do interiors. Um, I just kind of want to give you some more general kind of things to work off of um be super careful about the any kind of um lettering so if you look at your if you're looking at your steering wheel um the most steering wheels have some type of controls on them there's the blinker control the wiper controls all that stuff and you see how it's all marked um all that stuff for the most part in most vehicles it's painted on so be careful not to use something really harsh that's going to strip it off 
Another weird thing about it is that that's where all the gunk builds up. On the steering wheel, around all the blinker controls and the wiper controls, there's always a lot of buildup on those. Even if you have a new car, let's say you got a car six months ago, there's going to be some buildup on them still unless people aren't using their blinkers or aren't using their radio controls or anything like that. But just on the steering wheel and stuff, um, even if you can't see it, even if it looks shiny, it's there. So just be, be aware of that. Um, like I said, steamer to kind of break, break loose that heat kind of breaks loose a lot of the grease and all a lot of the dirt and things like that. Then follow it with some kind of, uh, cleaner, um, whether it's specific for leather or specific for something or just all purpose cleaner. Um, I'm not, I'm not really picky on the cleaners I use for interiors as much. Uh, but the dilution ratios is where it really comes into play. Depending on what kind of vehicle, what type of surface you're working on, kind of depends on uh, what dilution ratio you use for your chemicals. So that's what really that's what really comes into play. It doesn't matter the, the actual chemical you're using, but the dilution ratios are going to um, get you if you use things that are too strong on the interior of the vehicle. So you can't use the same thing that you're using on wheels and wheel wells and engines on the interiors because um, the interiors are a lot more fragile. There's a lot more, you know, intricate things that you can ruin. So just be aware of that. Um, but for the most part, most parts of the interior vehicle that get really, really dirty are plastic. Uh, so, a, you know, a highly diluted uh, all-purpose cleaner with a boar's hair detail brush um, and a steamer will knock 90% of that stuff out. Um, and just follow everything up with microfiber towel and then make sure you use some type of protection, whether it's dressing or uh, an, a detailer of some sort or something like that. Um, I know O&R is great. You can, ju- you can just dilute the O&R to use as a finishing you know, product. If you're just doing a basic maintenance, a lot of times the O&R will clean most, you know, most of the parts of the vehicle without and you, know, you can kind of clean and protect at the same time. Um, but... Um, that's kind of what I have for today. Um, as far as specifics on, you know, exactly how to clean things. Like I said, there's thousands of YouTube videos. There's, there's thousands of different pieces inside vehicles. So it's really hard to say, you know, to sit here and talk to you for five hours about every tiny little piece of every tiny little car and what to use on that. But in general, a boar's hair detailing brush with a diluted APC and some type of protection at the end is going to get you the results that you're looking for. Um, the, the, it's nice to have um, compressed air to blow out um, like the air vents and things like that. Um, but like I said, the same thing with the air vents, same thing with every crack and crevice. Uh, hit it with a little bit of steam to break loose everything. A little bit of APC on a boar's hair detail brush. You know, get the suds going. Wipe it clean with a microfiber towel. Um, a lot of times with the vents, uh, what I'll do is I will um, hit it with a little steam, put a little uh, APC on a boar's hair detail brush. You know, kind of stick the detail brush, get all the you know get all the cracks and crevices and everything that's in there. Hit it with a little steam again. Wipe what I can off with the microfiber, and then um, you know blow it out with compressed air, and then use some type of dressing on the inside of it. Um, you don't want to use 
a oil-based dressing for the inside of those vents because that's just going to collect more dust. Um, but a diluted, highly diluted water-based dressing uh, looks really good if, uh, as a finishing product. And then blow it out with air to make sure there's no, you know, uh, drips of anything left. And wipe what you can off with a microfiber towel. That's kind of a quick way to do it. Uh, so you're not spending, you know, 30 minutes to an hour with tiny little Q-tips trying to get every single little tiny thing in them. Uh, the Boar's Hair Detailing Brush, one of those long bristle ones, uh, work really good for that. And um, they come out looking looking great. So that's uh, that's one little tip there. Um, cup holders get really nasty. Um, so sometimes you'll have to hit it with the steam three or four different times. Uh, to really blow it out. What I usually do with cup holders is I'll, when I start working on the console, I'll fill them up with a little APC. I'll, I'll spray a bunch in there so it kind of soaks so they have time to soak. Uh, and then I'll wipe that out with a rag uh, with a microfiber towel and I'll wipe that out and just kind of start from, start from there as if I didn't do that. So I'll completely steam it, APC, board airbrush, detail it, uh, wipe it out with the microfiber towel and then protect it after that. So a lot of times with, when things are, you know, cup holders, they hold water and they're not going to leak water anywhere or chemicals or anything like that. So it's nice that you can kind of pre-soak. Um, pre-soaking other things causes issues, so be, be careful and be aware. Uh, but cup holders are always nice to be able to pre-soak them. And they're usually the dirtiest thing because that's where people keep, you know, soda spills in there. Um, people keep their makeup, things like that in there, and they, they get pretty nasty. So uh, that's my little rant for today. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want any help growing your detail business, go to detailsecrets.com and book a call with me. It doesn't matter what level you are, whether you're just starting out, been in business for a bit, or a master detailer. If you want to set higher goals, get to the next level with your business and better your life, book a call now. Honestly, it's just a call. Go to the show notes or detailsecrets.com and book now.